Welcome to God, the Bible, and Me, a simple podcast by a simple man who's exploring the Bible one verse at a time. I'll read one verse from the Bible and then give my thoughts on how I feel about that verse. After that, I'll be doing the salvation prayer for anyone who hasn't accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, but would like to. And let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I'm glad you can join me tonight. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's having a good week and everybody's keeping up with their Bibles. There's so much in there to read, so many stories and so many um, examples of how God showed his glory and how God was there for his people and how he helped them. And there's a lot we can learn from the Bible. For everything that is written in the Bible is God inspired, as one of the apostles said uh, in the New Testament, that everything that is written in there, yes, was written uh, by a man, but it was because God gave him the word to apply in the Bible. So that way we're able to hear God's word directly to us by just reading it. Okay. Today, we will be reading Matthew chapter 23, verse 37. I'll be reading out of the NLT. And in this verse, Jesus is talking. And the little subtitle that's on it, it says, Jesus grieves over Jerusalem. So in this particular verse, Jesus is basically uh, has sorrow in his heart. Uh, for Jerusalem and everything they've done, and he's he's basically expressing his his emotions in this verse. Again, we'll be reading Matthew chapter twenty three, verse thirty seven, and it goes, <clears throat> "O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that killed my prophets and stoned God's messengers, how often have I wanted to gather your children together?" as a hen protects her chicks beneath her wings, but you wouldn't let me. So this one, you can, you can tell that Jesus has pain in his heart on how much that being in heaven and seeing Jerusalem and is the Israelite people going through so much pain and doing so many wicked things against him and his father and how he just wished he could have came down at any moment and basically saved them and protected them and kept them safe and kept them from them from themselves essentially is is really what it is it it was themselves that were uh, essentially self sabotaging themselves and worshiping other gods and turning away from from him and just not being close to God like God originally wanted. Jesus knew he could have came down, but it wasn't the time. Now with God, it's always about timing. It's about his timing. He is going to do what he needs to do at the right moment. So had Jesus came down at the time to save the Israelites from themselves, then essentially the whole world wouldn't have been saved. 
So God would have came and saved the Israelites. And he would have been with those people. But by waiting for him to come down at the right moment when he was supposed to, Jesus had to go and show that he was God. He had to show the world his the miracles and his power and his love and his glory to save not only the Israelites, but to save the world. So when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, he did not only do it just for the Israelites. He did not only do it for the super religious person or the, the person that God handpicked. No, God gave his life for all of us. He sacrificed himself as the ultimate sacrifice to be able to allow us all to have an equal opportunity to go to heaven and be with him and live forever. So had God came down, it wasn't going to be his right time. Not everyone was going to have an opportunity to be saved. So in the scripture, it does say in the New Testament that Jesus will come when the very last person who is supposed to be saved will be saved. So it's not so much that God is waiting to save us or God is waiting um, to let things or just allowing things to happen and just letting things happen. No, everything has a time when it's supposed to happen. God's time. He will come down when the very last person who is supposed to be saved will be saved. He's giving everyone an opportunity to be saved. Everyone to share in his glory, to share in the gift of his sacrifice. Because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, was, was the only sacrifice that could be made to wash our sins. So in the, in the verse we read, Jesus just has sorrow in his heart for all this. Everything that the people of the world has done up to this moment, he's just fills the pain and wishes he could have done something sooner, but it wasn't time. And then, then when the time did come for his sacrifice, he did it willingly because he could have asked God to take this from him, which he did. He actually did. He said, God, Take this cup from me, but if it is your will, let it so be done. So he knew what he was getting himself into, and he did it anyway. So in this verse, he's just basically just expressing his sorrow on how he's been watching his people and how hurt he was and how he wished he could have done something, but it wasn't time. All right, so let's go ahead and move to... The next part, which is the salvation prayer. If anybody out there has not accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and would like to, all you have to do is follow along and pray with me and truly believe with your whole heart what the words you're about to say. And Jesus will come into your heart and you will be saved. And it goes like this. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose from the dead. 
I turn from my sin, and I ask that you come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your name, amen. Now I want to congratulate anyone out there who said that for the very first time. Congratulations on trusting in our Lord Lord Jesus that what he did was the ultimate sacrifice. And it was a gift that he presented to the world. All right. Until next time, keep reading.